Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's Scott here from Woke Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. Today is a very special episode. We have Douglas Belmore from the University, and we're going to be talking about his story, um, how he got red pilled, um, his views on QAnon, why he started this amazing YouTube channel that he started, and uh, pretty much his views on the school systems and, and, and the whole and whatever else we want to get into. So today is going to be a good day, and uh, I just want to get more exposure, more eyes on this gentleman's um, YouTube channel and what he's doing because I think it's very special. And his product that he offers is very clean. I've watched some of his videos, and I must say the uh, the intro to your first video it gave me uh, it gave me gave me the chills. Let's just put it that way. So that was that was really awesome. So you guys know. Do you recognize the format of the intro? Does it look like somebody made it? Um, not not that I could think of, but it was it was still it, really it good. It looks a lot to me like um, maybe the plan to save the world. Oh, Mr. Joe M. Yeah, I did get that vibe a little bit. I did get that vibe, but hey, man, I, I, it works. I love it. And uh, oh well, I'm I'm just not going to take credit for it. I want to thank Joe M. for doing that for me. Oh, it's, it was he. No problem. Yeah, no, it, it came out great. It looks fantastic. I think so too. Yeah. So we got Miss uh, Doug. Do you do you rather go by Douglas, Doug? I think Doug sounds great, Scott. Doug's fine. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, guys, I got Doug here, and we're just going to talk about some um, some topics, and we're just gonna we're just gonna have a conversation today. So you guys know where to go to to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you guys know all the 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 podcasting platforms, the BitChute, all my backup channels, because YouTube loves to censor this content. So God forbid any of this ever gets taken down, you guys know where to go for that. So, all right. Mr. Belmore, so what, what I really want to start is, where, where did you first find out, um, when did you first get red pill? That's what I really want to start this out as. Well, I, I want to say there was one central epiphany. I, I, I know that when George Herbert Walker Bush uh, had his funeral December 5th of 2018, um, I was very blue. Watching the flags at half staff all over the country through the month of December through Christmas season, I was blue because I know, as you know, that he was a devil. Right. And it, it just disturbed me. I couldn't get off the internet. Everybody on the internet was saying he was a scoundrel. And nobody said anything good about him outside of the mainstream media. Um, I want to say that that was the day that I got red pilled, but um, no, I think it was probably ten years before that when I first found out about MK Ultra and. Um, I was teaching at Pima College in Tucson when the Gabrielle Giffords event happened in 2011, and um, I'm absolutely positive it was a false flag, and if you'll recall, the shooter, Jared Loeffner, was supposed to be a Pima College student. I think he was a fabrication. Right. Um, so when you go to work and you find out that people you work with are lying to the media and acting like frightened mice, I think that was really my red pill. And I don't know, it's a very small world, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I read uh, Kathy O'Brien's book, um, Transformation of America, about that time. And I read Bryce Taylor's Thanks for the Memories, other MK Ultra stories. And um, it's a really small world because Kathy O'Brien was associated with Roseanne Barr back then. And um, <laughs> I just noticed that Roseanne Barr subscribed to my 
YouTube channel this morning. Oh, that's awesome! See, man, isn't that a beautiful small world? You're getting, man. It's yeah, it, it is small, but the, this this movement is growing faster and faster by the day. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty awesome. You got Roseanne Barr following you, and she's uh, well, she's a hero, isn't she? Because she and Kathy O'Brien were really stepping up ten years ago, and it was dangerous to do so then. Well, Roseanne didn't work after that, did she? No, she didn't, and for very good reason. Um, they silenced her because they they knew she was getting to the truth. And look what happened. This is this is what happens, and that's that's what kind of leads me into um, what happened to you at your school. Now, I've I watched I watched your first video, and, and you've taught you've taught around the world, I believe, right? You taught in multiple states and South Korea, right? Yes, I taught in the, throughout the southwestern U.S. I've taught at over twenty colleges and universities because. I've been an adjunct for 30 years, and adjuncts are, uh, they do the bulk of the teaching in higher education, and they're treated like dirt, and they're paid nothing, they have no job security, Right. and the only people who get the tenured full-time jobs, well, I shouldn't say only, I should say most of the people are just useful idiots, you know, they're state, deep state tools. If you say, you're, I'm not kidding, you go to a job interview to teach English, and somebody asks you how you feel about open borders, what really? the hell does that have to do with teaching English? Amazing! Wow, that has, what that see this is this is why this is why I wanted to talk to you, but we'll get into that stuff a little bit later because my mother was well, a teacher. I think that's true in most fields, isn't it? I think if yes. you looked into most professions, um, the people that are going to get the gravy jobs are they, they have to be useful to the deep state. Correct, and you have to line up with their narrative, and if you don't, you're probably not going to get the job, especially nowadays. Yeah, I think the most disappointing interview I had. I moved to Arizona and. 2008. I'm from California, and um, in 2007, when the financial crisis was hitting, it was a miserable year for me. I didn't work that year in California, and I interviewed all up and down the state yep. for really gravy tenure-track positions, and um, the last one I went to was near the border, and the I was a finalist for this beautiful full-time professor's job, and um, the first question asked was, how do you feel about the new English and I cringed, and I said, please, don't go there. And the chair of the English department told me that spelling doesn't matter. Oh, my goodness. And uh, when I objected, the interview was over. So That was it. You knew right then and there you weren't getting the job. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, what's it really all about? It's, it's about, God, how do I say it delicately? I want to say it's about the replacement of American citizens, that everything I've seen colleges do uh, is designed to promote uh, the replacement and displacement of American patriots. Right. I really think it's all about open borders and getting rid of America. Right. Exactly. No, and I have to agree. Because um, even, I mean, I graduated high school in 2008, and we didn't see as much of the infiltration. At least I didn't. And I, I'm from New York, so we got a lot of libtards out here, as you probably already know, just like you had in, in California. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And um, it's just as bad over here as probably as it is in California. Um, I didn't really see too much infiltration of the uh, socialist agenda in the schools that I know of. But I know as I moved on and graduated, my mother was a teacher for middle school. And the things she was seeing with Common Core and just the she could see it coming from a mile away. And it was a big reason why she left the, she she put her entire soul and heart into becoming a teacher her her whole life, and then she quit because she saw what was coming and she just could not 
she could not stay in it and be part of part of something that she believed that was turning completely evil and turning it was pretty much brainwashing kids' minds at such a young age. Yeah, it's all about brainwashing. I'm, what happened to the three R's? Uh, I, all day long on Twitter, I, I'm seeing uh, parents uh, talking about education and um, lamenting the fact that they're not teaching, they're just indoctrinating. And from a really early age. Correct. The drag queens in preschool, it's getting to be a bit much. Yeah, I was going to ask. Did, um, I, I tweeted a video. You probably saw it. The um, There was a little girl sitting in the chair with a bunch of adults. Oh, yeah, with that slithering, snake-like creature. Yes, and... giving a lap, pretty much a lap dance to this child. And yeah. the adults in the room are cheering it on. And the girl is mortified. I, wouldn't it be glorious if somebody just... You know, I don't want to call for violence, but is there a point where a dad gets to punch somebody in the nose? <laughs> right, just to get, that's, hey, that's the, see, and that, you know I'm a father. I, I just, I told you before, I have a two-year-old. And having a child and seeing something like that, it's, it, 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 it made me infuriated because if, I, if that was my child, I would, I, you know, I wouldn't be, the last thing I would be is calm. <laughs> I, it, it would be, it would, it would not be nice. But th this, these are the things that I'm seeing. And I, I just watched another um, YouTube channel, and they were talking about, um, they are teaching kids that they, the only way to be to do something good is that they're getting something in return. Wow. And this was, uh, I can't remember what region or what school district this teacher was from, but he was also fired. Um, for bringing this up to superintendents, and they did not want to hear about any of it. It was like you said; it's part of this indoctrination. And he said it's pretty. So don't much... do anything that's selfless. Don't do anything that's just entirely for another person. Right. Exactly. Well, that's not very Christian, is it? Right. Exactly. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But that's what he was trying to uh, get get this out, and it. it may... I would teach the exact opposite to children. I would teach them that selflessness is. Uh... Self-denial is a beautiful thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm seeing this, and me having a two-year-old, you know, it just, it made me a little worried, especially being out here in New York. I'm trying to get out of New York. I'm hopefully going to be in Pennsylvania within the next year, year and a half. Um, and it just makes, I, I was against homeschool uh, growing up my whole life because I got the public school experience. And now I do not want my son in anywhere near a public school at all. It's sad, isn't it? It's very sad, but at the time, you you probably know, Doug. You you've been following Q. You know that our history, this history that's taught in our schools, a lot of it's it's not it's not correct. It's not the correct history. And no, I disagree with most of what's being taught. If, the bottom line is, kids need to know the three R's, don't they? If we're not teaching children in the primary grades to master reading, writing, and arithmetic, we're really ripping them off. Right, and I feel like that's kind of going to the wayside with how um, government-run school systems are going. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm optimistic, though, I just um, because I believe in Q and I believe in the plan and I believe that a D5 avalanche is coming and it won't be stopped. Nothing will stop what is coming. Nothing nope. wrote Q. And um, so these liberals, um, the libtards, as you say, they... I'm concerned about them. I, I think a lot of them will crack up. I, they're just so committed to the left and to hating Trump that they may not come on board with us. And I wonder how 
badly they'll crack up. I, I, I'm concerned for them, but yep, yep. Know, they made their own choice. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, some of them will not, some of them won't be saved. Some are going to be left behind because they just, they, they're, like you said, their hatred is so deep. It does not matter. Like, I saw one of these main, I don't know if it was the New York Times or the Washington Post. They, they wanted, it was an op ed they wanted to name this coronavirus the Trump virus. And it's like this. This is what people are are writing in these supposed, these you know how you know how these mainstream uh, outlets are promoted that as you know, these the, this is the news. This is the best news, and we all know from being around Q that it's the complete opposite. There, it's like you said, Project Mockingbird. They get their articles, and it's all it's a brainwash fest. It's a brainwash fest. That's all the schools are too. Then you know, I'm right? All this is connected, and that's why I just want you know. When, when I found it's funny because I, I was red pilled probably about uh, probably about almost two years ago from now, and I always thought nine eleven was um, there was something more behind nine eleven. I was in I was in middle school and nine eleven happened, and the whole thing just stunk to me. And oh, really? Even when you were in middle school? Even know? when I was in middle school, I I always believed there was there was so much more to be to be told about that because we. I remember had su- we had such great patriotism in the 90s from when I remember that our country's the strongest, the biggest. And I'm like, how could something this massive slip behind her just happen? And it wasn't, it wasn't prevented or it, nobody knew about it. The whole thing felt fishy to me. I didn't really dive into politics at all. I didn't want to touch politics. And then I came across um, YouTube channels and then I found out about Q. I hated Trump, but I couldn't vote for Hillary. I was I was I was slipping the Kool Aid, Doug. I was sipping on that mainstream Kool Aid, and then it hit me like a bomb, and I realized what was going on. What What was your epiphany? What hit you like a bomb? What started it was um, I noticed the mainstream media's attacks on Trump were coming from literally every single main yeah. outlet, and Everyone. I thought that was weird because I I, I watched the Trump show, his uh, his his game show that he did. And from what I saw in the years prior, there was no slandering of him. Everybody seemed to love this man. Obviously, he's not perfect. Nobody is. He's got his his faults. But the things that the media was constantly bombarding with the Russia narrative, and I was like, you know what? Let me just take an objective look at all this and see what what is this really all about? Is any of this really true? Because you have all these people screaming the same thing. And then when I actually looked into it, that's when I had my epiphany. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is all set up. This is a huge, this, this is a, they're trying to get rid of a, of a, a sitting president that's obviously supposed to be there, but there are other players, other entities behind the scenes that we don't know about that are trying to take him out. And that's, that's when I stumbled upon Q and I, you know, I went through Q, all the Q drops and that was it, man. I, I was like, that's when I started my channel. I started my channel a year and a half ago now. Wow, and here we are. So, and yeah, but, the first time you see, the first time you find Q, it's quite a revelation. It really is. And I, have you seen the Matrix movies? Oh yeah. It, it literally feels like you're unplugged, and the way you think and view the world from there on out, you're never the same. It's 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 weird, but it's also it's liberating. It's, it's the way yes. it's supposed to be. I I keep thinking of. Uh, Christians, uh, most Christians, I think, are really worldly, and that they will bow to what the New York Times says or what their school says. And right. I don't think that's godly at all. I think Jesus Christ wanted us to be free. Absolutely. Um, he, 
he told us to speak to our mountain. He didn't say go run to the state and ask them to help you. He said, you speak <laughs> to the mountain and take care of it. And right. It's what infuriates me most about the deep state is that they have. It's, the matrix is the best um, analogy. We're, we're, we're just sleeping slaves, and we have to wake up and get out of the cave and walk out into the sunlight and see real light and not artificial light. Exactly. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about because I, when I first started doing my channel, you were actually part of one of my um, earliest videos because wow. you, you, made, um, you made mainstream headlines. You were in yeah. the Daily Beast. And I remember Joe M, I think he was the first person that I, that he threw out the links for about you. And, um, I, you know, there was a bunch of us that were, that were on your side and we were, we were really happy that a teacher would have the cojones to show his students, um, QAnon, uh, the trust the plan video that Joe M made. Cause that's usually when people ask me about Q that's, or they have no idea about Q. I usually direct them to that video first. Yeah. Time to save the world, right? Right. Videos. Right. I think so that's comprehensive. A, exactly. It's a perfect video just to get people's feet wet to um to kind of get a, a sense of what Q is. But I remember Joe M talking about about you and your story, and then I was like, man, I got I got to do a video about this guy. Like this is this is awesome. And it was right. You weren't fired yet, but there the the hit pieces that were coming out just yeah, they came out immediately. It was pretty shocking. It was, yes. And I'm like, this guy, you know, he's just a college professor just trying yeah. to teach his truth. And it was the same thing. And I wasn't even harping on it. I showed the video and dropped it. They were the ones that right. uh, put on to the issue. I was going to go on and just teach grammar and uh, logical thinking. But and that, I'm, and I'm shocked it's 2020 now, and I'm really shocked that there aren't more of us, you know, at, in all fields that... that it's heartbreaking because I believe in humanity. I think you believe in humanity. and Absolutely. Um, to see everybody enslaved when all they have to do is get up and walk out into the sunlight, get out of that dark cave. And um, it's sad. It's really sad. I, I, would, I would hope by now, I showed the video because I thought by the end of 2019, surely everybody's going to be on board. Yeah. Um, I wonder what it will take. I, I know there's going to be a great mass awakening, but I wonder what will be the trigger. I guess when the trials start, right? I mean, when I would I would probably say because the cube post about um, the first um, arrest is going to shock the world. Yeah, I think that'll that'll be the, um, that'll be the really the beginning. Not for not for the followers that have known about this for years, but some I call them normies, the ones that have no idea yeah. about any of this stuff. They just want to live in the in the matrix, and. Um, because then once that person's arrested, there's going to be questions that have to be answered. And that's what, that's where things are going to get sketchy. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Cause you know, even, even in my work environment, you, you talk about Trump or any of this stuff, you're immediately, you feel like you shouldn't be talking about it. It's, it's, it's like this stigma. Oh. It's this energy. That's and if been, you really, we, we know what Tr president Trump has done for our nation. We know what he's done for the world and what he's done for the children of the world how heartbreaking that he can't be celebrated, that he's still pummeled and, and demons are celebrated and lifted up. Absolutely, man. He's taking all the slings and arrows just like he said he would. He's doing it, yeah. and he's doing it for free. So, I mean, this is, this is why when um, I heard about your story, there was just, there was just, there's thousands of us out there, and I just felt like, man, I need to, get, I need to start a channel. I think is the, this is the best time to start 
a YouTube channel, and that's why I wanted to bring you on so you could talk about yours a little bit. And uh, I know you got some help from Joem, but you know you can t- you can tell, Doug, you're a teacher. You're very you speak well. You're well informed. You you don't seem uh, scared to be on camera. You're very comfortable, and um, that's why again I wanted to bring you on here just to have uh, more people um, look at your content. Well, if I can humbly add, I really feel like I'm the last person in the world who would be considered an authority on Q. I'm not. I, I, I'm just uh, an enthusiastic participant. I'll just be another face, another voice. But yep. um, I'm in awe of <laughs> some of the Q scholars out there and what they come up with every day, right? You know, it's amazing. Thing, and I think, wow, I never would have imagined that. And yep. But we're, the thing is, we're all here with good intentions. That's that's the thing for me. Like I, I, I blew up in eight months. I had got 20,000 subscribers. I wanted to have a thousand subscribers by the end of December. I got queued at the end of December, which was, I, I almost was in tears. It was um, December 23rd. It was 3740. Um, Q tagged one of my tweets. 3740 is the, the Q drop? Yes. I, it's, yeah, 3740. It's about Admiral Rogers. Um, and Q posted something big is coming. I, something big is coming. And I was hanging out with my son on my couch and I was almost in tears because I was somebody a year ago that had no, no idea about any of this. I didn't want any part of this. And then, you know, I had my epiphany and that was really it. And, uh, somebody, like you said, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm no authority. I just, I was, I got into this a year and a half ago. I felt in my soul, it was something I needed to do to get the word out. And you did exactly the same thing. And our collective voices is what's I think going to really help uh, bring the people, wake the people up. It is. It's the collective voice. It's we, the people. Yeah, not one person. It's all of us together. And then the numbers rising, and the numbers getting louder and more vocal. Exactly. Once the young people get on board, I'm really excited to see the teens and the twenty-somethings get on board. Yeah, and that's something I've I'm trying to change with my channel. Looking at my analytics, most of the people that listen to my channel are 25 and older, mm-hmm. and I'm trying yeah. to figure out ways to to connect with the younger people because I feel like they they more than anybody now are are being targeted with the propaganda and they're being oh yeah I, I I think they've been totally victimized. I do feel great compassion for the young people. Absolutely. And it's hard for me because when people rip the young people, it's hard for me to get on that side of the, you know, they're just, they're young kids. They don't know what they're doing, but it's like, you don't know the amount of propaganda that has been fed to we them. We could say they've been traumatized. I mean, Mockingbird oh, yeah. and, and MKUltra have been perfected. These people really know what they're doing and they come at kids from day one. Right. And you're the perfect person to, to see that. And you were in these, you're in these schools. I mean, you, did you, did you just teach college or were, were you uh, multiple? I have, taught, I have taught K through 12. Uh, okay. When I came out to Arizona um, in 2008, there was a big, you know, there was the housing crisis and I got hired. Oh yeah. How about that? I got hired by Pima college in Tucson. You want to hear this story? Uh, the woman interviewed me for more than three hours. I've never had such a long wow. interview <laughs> and on her desk, uh, was a photo of her son standing next to Henry Kissinger. And oh, wow. I couldn't stop looking at that thing. She said he was a lobbyist in Washington. I think Henry Kissinger is the scum of the earth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's the devil. Yep. And um, anyway, she hired me. And when I got home, uh, no, it was er, er, the next day, she called me after giving me a really gravy schedule. She said, well, I can't hire you. And I said, why not? And she goes, well, you're from California. You know. 
What? Know, what the heck does that mean? And then uh, this was a, this was a tiny little satellite campus of Pima College in Tucson, and it's it was the tiny little campus that uh, Jared Lofner attended, the shooter. Wow. And I think she didn't hire me because she knew darn well if I was on campus and that happened, I, I would have spoken up. You know? right. And she, she probably didn't even want to uh, open that door, right? Yeah, so I think it was a little deep state interview. Let's ask them a bunch. I wish I would have remembered the question so I knew what they were up to. But uh, anyway, uh, same thing happened with the University of Arizona out there. Just that dropped the last minute. So I ended up teaching kids for the first time in my life, and it was a real revelation. I taught at a charter school where my boss wanted to teach kids college material. And, okay. Uh, uh, his first graduating seniors went on to Ivy Leagues and Stanford and MIT. They, you know, he, it paid off. I, I'm grateful that I had that experience because I raised the bar after I left there. Um, when I taught college students, I said, well, if there's sixth graders can do this, you can do this, darn it. And right. I really raised the bar. And um, I don't know. I think most of the people that I've worked with and the people that I get promoted, are they don't have degrees in the field. They usually have degrees in education, um, which is, a, I think, a very flighty major. You know, and I don't think they know what they're doing, but I think they're all deep state tools. And I haven't, I haven't liked most of the people that I've worked with in the last decade or so. I've, well, that's what I was going to ask you too. When all when all these hit pieces were coming out on you, because um, like I like you already know, it, it just flooded. And when I when you make the Daily Beast, I want to say it, I would wear it as a badge of honor. Um, well, uh, the, the <laughs> New York Times called several times, Washington Post, the Daily Mail wrote about me, the Hill, the Chronicle of Higher Education. I was see, really shocked that I didn't even see those. I just saw the Daily Beast one. So you yeah, got you I, got I the biggest the New York Times down a couple times. Um, Wow. Uh, you know, I, I knew they were going to lie about me anyway. Um, well, that's the thing. I've seen, like, they, they've interviewed Jordan Sather a bunch of times. You, you you can literally write down word for word what, what you said, but when they actually put it in print, they just they smear you. Oh, they, yeah. They backhand smear you. <laughs> the first article that was written about me was already written. I, I, I taught one class, showed the Durham video. At the next class meeting, um, at the end of the class meeting, uh, a reporter busted in from the Phoenix New Times into my classroom during class hours, which is illegal, and chased my students out, and he kept hounding me, why are you talking about Q? Why are you talking about Q? So I went to the campus police. They did nothing. Nobody, I, the state of Arizona wouldn't help me with unemployment issues. Nobody in the state will help you, which I, I don't care about. The state is Egypt to me, and I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I've heard a lot of bad things about Arizona. I just did a video about. Oh no, any state though. I mean, yeah. It just, you know what I'm getting at? All that you mentioned the communist thing. It just seeps into all state institutions. Yep. But this is how it's been set up for a while, though. This is what the deep state wanted, and now, now we're. I believe a lot of us are becoming aware of it all at the same time. For well, sure. I pray that the masses do too. I. So many parents sending their kids off to school and trusting what's being taught. What did I see? In, was it in England? They were showing uh, sixth graders. Uh, so that looks like first grade or something. And the teacher said, "You have to write a lo love letter to Thomas." Uh, it was a homosexual marriage proposal. The kids had to write. Oh my gosh! This you're, is... you're you're a boy, and you're going to ask Thomas to marry you. And yep. I don't understand how that's helping sixth graders 
to learn anything except to brainwash the heck out of them. That's what it is. And see, when you tell, when you, when I hear stories like that, this is why I don't want my son to be involved at all in any kind of public school because how do we know, like, if we're not talking to our kids too, how, we don't know what's being taught to them. And a lot of these teachers, they seem like snakes, like they're just part, they're part of the system. And like you said, they're there to just collect a paycheck, a lot of them, right? I think most are, you know, and I don't judge people because I don't have kids and I don't have a wife, and it, it's easier to shoot your mouth off when you're a bachelor, I think. <laughs> right. You know, because oh, yeah. really, if I had a wife and kids, would I have gone that route? Probably not. No, I would have had to make sure I was holding on to my income. Absolutely. Well, that's the cool thing, Doug. I want, because, um, Talking about like homeschool and stuff, I'm probably going to do that with my son. Um, out here in New York, you have to have certain vaccinations um, to even get into public schools. And I have certain views on vaccinations yeah. that some people don't like, but it is what it is. Um, oh, so I'm with you. I've, I do not want to. So I've, since my son was born, we were on top of what was injected into his system. And we only got, I think he got one or two shots that he had to get. And there was about five or six that we rejected. And I couldn't believe how much crap they wanted to inject into my son. Um, but the, the fact that New York will force you to get these vaccinations to go to public school is a huge turnoff for me. And, oh, yeah. Um, Poison your kid or you can't come to school? It's Yeah, you're talking about Nazi Germany here. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, Q has told us over and over to think logically. Right. And I think the deep state wants us to be emotional. And so, like coronavirus, you know, you and I can stand back and we can see what the media is doing, and we yep. can be logical and say, "I don't, I don't feel threatened." But if we get emotional and watch the news, we're going to lose it. Well, yeah, um, you've seen the stock markets; they're up and down every single day now. Yeah, and I think the the most powerful of the logical fallacies is the bandwagon appeal, which we would call uh, peer pressure. Correct. I hate you know it's a sad thing to admit about human beings, but. Uh, most people will give in to the mob. You know, if, if nine out of ten people are saying something is true, I just think the majority of people want to feel safe and they want to fit in. And yep. this leads to horrifying consequences. Um, Joe Biden's running for president, but, I mean, do we need to go look at creepy Joe videos? Uh, how the hell do people support a man who... Come on, we, we were just complaining about Harvey Weinstein and his behavior. If his behavior towards adults is bad, why exactly. are we accepting Joe Biden's behavior around children, around infants? Yeah, and I've, I've posted many uh, videos, pictures of him uh, kissing you know, his granddaughter. On the, it, you already know. I don't have to get oh, into it's it. Crazy it's stuff. disgusting. It's, it, you know, crazy. And what, what's crazier, though, is how people could support that and overlook it. I mean... It's, it's a really horrifying fact of humanity uh, that, that human beings will tend to go with the, the crowd. But the good thing is um, we passed that 10% point, haven't we? Uh, the yes. tipping point that Q talked about. And once at least 10% of the population embraces Q, um, the rest will follow. I think it follows most trends. If you thought of gangster rap or grunge rock or punk rock, when those trends first come out, it's a small minority that follows it, but then very soon it's mainstream. Yes, so and I believe it is mainstream. That, that momentum can work in our favor. If, if the bandwagon appeal works for the bad guys, maybe it could work for the good guys. Absolutely. That's the one thing I love about Q2 is, um, I, you know, I, I don't know if you've been on Acoon. You see, you see oh, yeah. these geniuses 
on these boards and what these people are capable of. And some of it, a lot of it's disinformation because anybody can post there, but a lot of it's not. And they call them the bakers. They get information out. Then people like us were on Twitter. We get that information and then we distribute it out that what we think is, is the truth. And then we just take it from there. And we're all doing this essentially for free, which is what I, what I love about this movement. And, um, you know, I just think it's extremely powerful that um, that this has happened, and this I believe this is what this is what our country has been waiting for. This back channel movement that Trump has started with his social media. There's there's never probably going to be another president like him, and he, that's why I'm not even worried about Joe Biden. He's gonna Trump's gonna oh, land. No. He's gonna he landslide, and he'll he'll be in jail by November. I hope that would be nice because he's he is being investigated by Ukraine right now for his uh, little his. Let me back up to the behavior a second. Uh, sure. For a second. If, sure. It's, if it's wrong for Harvey Weinstein to to misbehave, um, why is it acceptable for Joe Biden to? Why, why are we not saying this guy is guilty of sexual harassment? Everybody in the world knows that. Why isn't he arrested for it? Yep. Well, that's the thing. Um, I believe there is a two-tier justice system, and that's becoming more and more apparent now. Well, I don't want to shut up about it. I want to bring it up every chance I get. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's insanity. No. It's insanity. Yeah, and Q's talked about this, and we always thought like, oh, there it, but no, there actually is. This isn't. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is. This is very real. This is why these people don't get arrested. This is why Hillary's not in jail. This is Trump. When Trump got my vote is when he was on stage debating Hillary, and he made that comment that said if he was president in those times, she oh, would have yeah. been in jail. When yeah. he said that, that that moment right there, I'm like, okay, this this guy's got my vote because who else is saying these things? Who else is calling out the mainstream media? There is nobody else out here. They're all puppets. <clears throat> I was disappointed to see. Did you see Trump's town hall on Fox? Was it last night or the night before? Um, I I heard bit, bits and pieces of it, but I didn't catch all. I of it. saw bits and pieces too, and I was really disappointed because Martha McCallum was hosting the thing. Um, she went on Twitter and announced. Uh, she asked everybody, what would you like me to ask President Trump? And you know what every response was. You know the Q <laughs> Army came out, right? Yes, I was part of that. There was yeah, yep, I posted we as well. Responded, There's only one thing to ask. And did she? No, of course not. And all I saw was a deep state tool. So, And Brett Baer was one of them, too, and he's always been a deep state tool. They were shameful the way it, they... It's really on the coronavirus and exactly. That's all they they just want to keep their narratives rolling. It's funny, Doug, because I you would think with all the hit pieces on QAnon that are constantly being shoved out here, the hit pieces on Trump that are out here every single day, they make fun of Q followers. They make fun of the entire movement. Why wouldn't they just ask Trump and put this to bed about Q? Just put it. You could put. You could literally kill the movement in one question if he disavowed it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And it's just like I don't understand. And, and I, the only logical solution is that um, President Trump is Q plus, right? It's the only logical. Right. Solution. Exactly. Exactly. So, and the, the and I did hear from the um, from other people that I that talked to me that they that Fox Fox aired. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this movie called The Hunt. Have you heard of this movie? Is that where they're hunting uh, Trump supporters or something? Or they're hunting. They're, they're, they're hunting people, aren't they? Right. It's it's liberal. It's basically liberals hunting conservatives. They don't name them as Trump supporters, but we know it's Hollywood. We know yeah. exactly what message they're trying to send. But the very first, I think it was the very first commercial break. Fox aired that 
right after Trump's talking at, at, at this wow. event. And it's like, I don't watch any, I don't watch Fox, I don't watch any, but I know a lot of people that follow this movie, they do watch Fox. There are some oh, good... Well, you know, if you, maybe you get 1% of truth out of Fox, right? If right. Tucker Carlson or Jesse Waters will... Right. Be bold enough to speak the truth. Exactly, and there, I believe there are some good people in Fox for sure. But I don't, I don't get any of my news from any of these outlets. But it's just funny because a lot of people still do, and then you see Fox go and do something like that. It's just like, what, what, what side are you really on? That you would, that you would, because this video was, it was initially shot down. This was a story over the summer, and they got Hollywood got a lot of, or Universal got a lot I of. I do power. recall that. Yeah. They got a lot of backlash for it because they're like, Are you, how can we seriously put this out there? And I don't know what happened, but it got, it was approved, and now it's in theaters, and we have Fox airing this. Um, right the timing's interesting, isn't it? If it was dangerous last summer, why is it acceptable now? Right, exactly. And you know there's always something behind that, which is just... It's just By the way, um, I, I've noticed, um, how do we talk about this... Um, These the scoundrels, they love to tell the world what they get up to, and they veil it in art, and um, I think you'll see an archetypal pattern in films. Uh, and Well, The Most Dangerous Game was made in 1932, a film um, based on a 1920s story, something like that, and it's about a rich man who hunts people, and we see that theme over and over in films uh, too many times, I think, right. over the years. The Hunger Games, don't they have a hunting scene in it? And oh, yeah, the Hunger Games is all about dropping people into a um, an isolated area, and they it's last one survives. That's it. They have so to kill that, you. So is any of this based on reality from all of the MKUltra victims and others that I've read? Uh, yes, it is based on reality. Absolutely. There's soft disclosure in all so these. Evil. Steven Spielberg's... Um, Schindler's List. Yeah, I, I think you're no fan of Steven Spielberg's, right? No. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he made Schindler's List, and you recall uh, the commandant is in the uh, uh, concentration camp early one morning. Yep. And he's up high on a balcony, and he just takes a rifle and starts picking people off. And, you know, when I first thought it, saw it, I thought, oh, isn't Steven Spielberg very moral dealing with this issue? But... Now, I don't think that. I, I think, is this what you get up to, Steven Spielberg? Do you do this? Yeah. And did you hear, I mean, the news about his uh, his daughter? Yeah, his being daughter, son, whatever that, pers that poor person is. Yeah. And he's got all these resources, and it's just, it's... it's why did Q talk about adoptions? He said, why were there so many in Hollywood that were adopted? Woody Allen's Korean daughter, um, do they adopt so they can use it as a front for... Yeah, that's a. I mean, I've done I've done episodes on adoptions. There, that is a whole other system of corruption. Um, as far as Hollywood, there's probably many reasons that they do it. Like you said, they're they're front. They want to show that they're trying to help the world. And well, I ask you frankly, did Steven Spielberg abuse that child? You know, yeah, here he is saying, "Yeah, I'm happy that my daughter is a hooker now." Um, well, let's go back in time. Did you harm that child? I would want to know. Exactly, exactly. The fact that he's okay with it's just. Uh, but this is this is the. I'm glad he did that because a lot of the public who wouldn't have questioned it before might get the icky feeling now and say, "Wait a minute, what's going on, Spielberg?" Right, exactly, exactly. And this these the, these are the people that Hollywood and the media prop up as as gods, essentially. Yeah. These are the people you need I, to. I, if somebody would have told me 20 years ago that Steven Spielberg was a bad person, I would have laughed. Yeah, no, exactly. You would because that. I'm Hank. 
but Doug, that's the that's the grand illusion, right? It could that there's no way this world could be that evil. That's just that, that that's got to be conspiracy theories. But that is the grand illusion. It really is yes. this bad. We can't believe that such depravity exists. But it absolutely does. So, I mean, it's just the world's crazy. But I I, I don't have a negative view on the world anymore because. When, when when Obama and the Bush, I felt like there was a cloud that was over this country ever since 9-11 oh, yeah. happened. Um, my, oh, boy, that's an understatement. <laughs> many of my friends went to war. Um, pretty much, you know, I appreciate the veterans, but I, I, I talk to veterans sometimes, and I say so, a lot of these wars were for nothing. They were huge distractions, part of the plan. They were part of this gigantic plan of corruption. and But yet we have Trump here. He's ending the endless wars. But I just remember growing up in those times when Obama got reelected, it was uh, I just felt like there was a dark cloud over this country. And I didn't you know, if if I just read something today that if that if Hillary had won, there would have been military intervention tribunals. It would have been chaos. It would have gotten bloody. But that's that's where things could have gone if Hillary had won the election and Trump had lost. Yeah, that's, praise God for the uh, incomparable United States military who is. We're in the middle of World War Three, and we're safe. We're at, yes, we actually we have nothing to worry about. No, and that's why Q keeps saying we we're, the silent war continues, and that there's there is a war going on behind the scenes, and channels like ours and the many others out there, we're reporting on what's going on to keep people involved to let them know what's really going on. So it's just it's crazy times. I'm 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 just so happy to be alive during this time Me period. Too. I believe this is a pivotal pivotal. Huge, hugely pivotal moment in our in our country's history, and that's why I wanted to say to you too, Doug, because I want to homeschool my kid. I want to show my child about Q, and I've been eviscerated online for saying things like this. Absolutely eviscerated wow. by liberals saying that kid's going to end up being institutionalized if you keep if you teach him this stuff. Like you don't, I don't have to tell you how nasty people can get. Um, but channels. Oh my gosh! Is it Paul Krugman? Uh, what is that guy's name at the New York Times? Who's been very vocal? Yes. And he said um, anybody who wouldn't vaccinate their kid needs to be murdered. Or yeah, just terrible. Th- yeah, it's right along those lines as far as dis- disgusting, uh, this disgusting comments. But your channels, I and I the main another main reason why I started my channel is I wanted to record history. And I want to maybe show yes, my son yes. one day. And as far as you too, though, like, do you think that when you're making your shows, do you think, oh, what will my child think of this in ten years? Yes, that that was a huge motivation for me to start this channel because it's not even just my content. I would show my son, like, if I can, if I homeschool my kid, I want to show, I want QAnon to be part of his history lesson, and I'll use, you know, I'll use your videos. Someone like yourself use your videos to, you know, maybe do a school lesson. On things like well, this. Um, you know, right now I'm just doing like video essays I, uh, because I thought it would be a genuine thing to do because I don't feel like an expert on Q, but right. what if we did break it down so simply that, um, I don't know, what, what do you think would be the earliest age where somebody can really grasp? Um, I'd probably say maybe seven, eight. Yeah, I think middle schoolers can get the essentials, right? And then right. as they get older, maybe they can get into the other stuff, but uh, Absolutely. I think we can speak vaguely and we don't have to say everything that Epstein and Weinstein were up to but right yeah you don't yeah exactly we, we don't want, we can you can go deeper as they get older which I have no problem with but 
that's why I think it's important. Like, like our channel is, I want to show, I want to use this content uh, to to get out to younger people, and especially my own kid, and teach them this this movement was very real, and we were all part of this. And hopefully, when the uh, dust settles, every you know the swamp is cleared out, our country is back on the right path. I want to show. I think we are on the right path. Yes, everybody's not with us, but they will be. You know, they have to. They have to join us, or they they will break right. up. They'll fall but the wayside. We, you and I are on the right path. We are, we are, and th that's why I keep telling people because I, I, the most, the most comments I get on my videos are, we've been told this before, nothing is happening, and when I hear people say Always. nothing is happening, I want to pull, rip my hair out. I want to rip my hair out because people don't understand the indoctrination has been going on for, I don't know how many years, and Trump's only been in office. This is his fourth year. It's it, these things take time to establish, and they cannot mess this plan up. They can't mess it up. And uh, they, they can't. I'm pretty impressed with how quickly things are moving globally. Yeah, yeah, with uh, North know, Korea, the Vatican, uh, uh, London, Brussels, the whole world, uh, China. Who knows what Trump is up to with China? He, I believe, he is trying to disconnect as many connections to China as possible. I believe Good. when he when he went to India, and with yeah. um, with Brexit, I think he is trying to set up new economic alliances. Yeah. And shift our manufacturing mostly back to our country, but also have a, a non-communist state like India to be, you know, a major player instead of China. Because this whole global network, this whole global movement, it needs to die. Because this is what this is what's killing us. And uh, I believe Trump. I thought in California, growing up, um, California. I, I grew up near the city of industry, and it was factory after factory after factory. And exactly. Um, it employed the majority of blue-collar people and gave people a good life, and then all those jobs went to China. Uh, exactly. The um, and California's a mess now. It was a slow bleeding of our country. And, it, you know, Obama just, you know, he uh, that was their 16-year plan. Get Obama in there, and then it was it was Hillary to uh, give us the final death blow. Because I'm pretty sure if she had won and there was no military tribunals, we would have been in war with uh, with Russia, Iran. Who, who else? Who else knows? North Korea. You yes. know, who who else? And knows? you and I would not be talking right now. There, there no. Was no way. Absolutely and you would not, not. Have a YouTube channel. Absolutely not. None of this would probably be happening right now. So it's just it, it encourage. I'm trying to encourage people. These things take time. Um, Trump Trump knows what he's doing. He is fully protected by the military. He. I tell people all the time, you guys got to stop worrying about the coronavirus. You just got to let things play out. Everything's under control. Q says they have, when Q says they have it all, that, that may, that puts me at ease right there. Very comforting. <laughs> Very comforting. So we've never had this before, but now here we are. Here we are. So, um, well, every day of my life, every hour of my life, I, I thank God for this miracle. Every, every, you have to, you have to. Absolutely. And it's nothing but short of a miracle if you think of the power that they had. And no, I, and I, I'm thinking of it from a religious standpoint. I mean, it's, I, think I think it's a spiritual, spiritual battle. battle. Q, Q has said the satanic cult runs the world. And yes. I think most, the deep state got into Christians' minds and convinced them that there was nothing that they could do, that they just had to be these passive panty waste until right. God takes them home. 
uh, and that's not the case. Jesus never told us to act like that. He, he told us to speak to the mountain. He told us to be angry and sin not, to deal with these people. Exactly. And we didn't, and for years we had political leaders who spoke curses over us, and we weren't dealing with the devils, and we suffered. I mean, if you want to know what it's like living under the devil's thumb, go back to the Obama years. That's, the only explanation right. was the devil, Satan was in the White House. That's what I was saying. Like that's what I was saying. Like, as far as the energy and you know this dark cloud just loomed over us, and that's the other thing I don't think people really get. This is spiritual warfare going on. There are th even if you don't believe in it, these evil people do, and they do these things with a massive amount of people. Um, like they have these satanic rituals. You know that energy is put out in, into the world. You know, and it's it's evil versus good. And again, if people don't believe this stuff is real, it's not happening, but it really is. And it, it plays a huge part. And there's much more than the physical that's going on that Trump is going up against. That's what I don't think people realize. Well, when you really look at some of the behavior, I don't know. There's a video on YouTube of John Podesta, Skippy, you think you're hot shit, don't you? Do you know oh, this video? And yep. it's, a, it's a comment, ping pong, obviously. Uh, one can prove that. Yep. And um, it, it sounds like uh, John Podesta is, um, it's the most horrifying sound I've ever heard in my life, is harming a child there. Yeah, I've analyzing, I don't know what he's up to, but um, you, there's no explanation for it. If a psychologist wants to come up and tell me he's got a chemical imbalance or something, uh, that's no. just not going to suffice. No. They're, they're talking about pure evil here. It's somebody who will not respond to the no. horrific cries of a child. And that I've seen now. I didn't come across that video till I had till after I had my son, and I, I had to turn it off immediately because it. No, I, you can't listen to it. You can't. It's it's no. so evil, and just a, it's this is this is going, this is going higher than just this is. I, I can't. I can't even put it into words. It's it's just throwing humanity out the window, and. The same the thing about the Podestas, um, the, the WikiLeaks email. There was a there was also an email found from Tony Podesta, John Podesta's brother, inviting him to a spirit cooking session. Oh yeah, lots of spirit cooking and the the fast food and the hot dogs and the right all their code words they love to use. All going and, back and, to children. Know, let them let's have a trial and let's have them explain what they were talking about. If, what do you mean by pizza? What do you mean by hot dogs? What did Obama bring sixty five thousand dollars worth of hot dogs to the White House? Right, exactly. These these aren't just coincidences, not, not by any means. So, um, but yeah, if there um, if there's anything else you wanted to talk about, um, we can wrap this up soon. I told my wife I'd probably be about an hour, so we're coming up close, and I gotta watch my kid. But um, um, I'm really happy to get you on here and just just have a conversation with somebody that that's like minded, um, that has great intentions. You're making these amazing videos. And like I told you, I'm, at some point when my son gets old enough, I'll, I'll be using channels like yours um, to show my son this is this is this is the true history. This is what was really going on. <laughs> I, I too, when I'm making these, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of winging it, but doing university videos. I'm yep. thinking of posterity. I'm thinking, uh, what will it look like a year from now? What will it look like five years from now? Yeah, no, and that's exactly how you have to. Because the thing is, too. Um, these big tech, um, these big tech platforms are suppressing us. It's on Twitter. It's YouTube. Um, but I do feel confident, don't you? Uh, just the very fact that we're getting away with some of the, we couldn't have 
said the things that we're saying now on Twitter and YouTube 10 years ago, five years ago, there was no way. No, no one would listen to you. They'd well, not only that, you'd be, you'd be harassed. You would, oh, you would yeah. find um, people following you. You would, you would find, uh, I was harassed quite a bit during the Obama years. And um, I'm sure I can. That's not happening anymore. If, if people want to say, give us proof that something's happening, I'd say go on Twitter and look at what people can say today. I can go on um, Tom Hanks' Instagram, and I can say, oh. what the heck's going on, dude? Oh, man, yeah. I can that... talk straight to Tom Hanks, and I can talk, talk straight to Steven Spielberg, and there's nothing they can do about it. Nope. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's what, times have changed, and it's, it's for the better. But no, like you said, the things that are it allowed is. on Twitter and YouTube, and then they take videos. I, I've, I've gotten some videos taken down. I mean, you got Did people you? doing drugs on, right on, vid on camera. But I can't talk about what's going on in the news. <laughs> you know, it's it's completely ass backwards. But did they give you a strike or something on YouTube? Um, they used to. Um, mm -hmm. Lately, they just I'll I'll go on and my video is just gone. It's just disappeared. No email, no nothing. That's only happened to me once. My channel's been pretty good with not getting strikes. I know not to speak certain words that trigger their algorithms. So. Doing this for over a year, about a year now, you kind of pick up on what, what words will uh, get your videos taken down. So most of my videos are um, limited ad revenue. I don't, I barely make any money on my videos. That's because they, they label them um, as videos that most advertisers will not put ads on, which I'm totally okay with. This was not originally to make money. This was originally to just, I wanted to get behind a microphone and tell people what I thought. That's all it was. As you bring up money, um, I, I've been poor for many years as an adjunct, and um, I don't know. I don't need much to live by. I have dogs, and I'm a bachelor, and so I'm good. I've always enjoyed teaching, and I'm, I wish I would have gotten the gravy tenure-track position, but then again, if I had it, I might not have spoken up. Right. So um, I, after I got fired, the state of Arizona wouldn't was very unfair to me about the unemployment, et cetera. I talked to the state attorney general. They were unfair. And uh, just for Christmas, I was broke and um, was very worried. And um, I publicly lamented on Twitter about my situation. And I just stayed away for tw from Twitter for a couple of days. And then a uh, beautiful Anon from Virginia had started a GoFundMe. And, I remember this. Yep. Yeah, and very quickly, um, you know, it filled up, and I, I was just, boy, right, blown away, right? And and so Joe M said to me, "Why don't you do something to to repay? Why don't you uh, return the favor?" And he suggested the name University, and why don't you start making videos? And I thought, okay, I'll do that, and yep. that's where I am today. It's just because uh, Patriots Anons were supportive and. It's amazing how God works, right? You getting fired from yeah. your job was actually a blessing in disguise. Isn't that crazy? Huge blessing, brother. It's amazing how that works, right? God, and God will take anything bad and turn it to good. That's it, and that's the way you got to view the world. That's it's it's just the, the support, that is the one thing I must say about this community that we're in. The the way the mainstream media paints us as you know I radicals, know. violent murderers. But they won't ever address Antifa or some other violent group, right? Nothing. But n there has been nothing but support and love from communities. I, from nothing. When, Only love. When I go on my live streams, the amount of people that donate and just want to give and just support the movement, it's just, 
it really blows my mind and it's it's from not, all over the world right all over the world i got people from scotland um japan it's just it, the movement is worldwide and that's why it's just so important but that's i'm glad i'm so glad Isn't that isn't that funny we hate globalism and yet we love this globalist patriotic movement it's I, funny I, right I globalist it's but it funny. is global it is it is worldwide Right. When people call Q the cult, I just said, well, this is the best cult I've ever been in. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, and if we want to talk about cults, can we start start, start talking about the witches in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Start I mean, talking about Nexium with 15,000 elite members. I want to know who those people are. It's unbelievable, and that's the thing. Harvey Weinstein went down, and he... I reported uh, two days ago that he was he's still in the hospital because he knows... So just to give you some background on what I do, Doug, I do I have I, I do vending machines. I, I have vending machine route. I take care of coffee machines, food machines, into Supermax State Prison. So I'm in I'm in these two I'm in two state prisons six days a week. I'm wow. in that environment. It's it's it, it's a it's a toxic toxic environment. Okay. And being spiritual, as soon as you walk in there, you can feel you can feel the shadows. Yeah, it, it's really bad, but. Being around um, inmates and people like that, knowing somebody that um, of Harvey Weinstein's stature of where he was in Hollywood, he he will not survive prison. You don't think so? <laughs> Unless he's completely isolated, um, there's no way. And even so, there's going to be authorities putting pressure on him to talk. And it's going to be the same exact thing that happened with Epstein. We all know Epstein didn't kill himself. And um, That's right. it's going to be the same thing with him. He's either going to crack or he's going to he's going to die before he opens his mouth. And uh, it's just it's really sad. I saw Nicki Minaj's brother. I don't know if you heard him. He raped a he raped a child. Nicki Minaj is this huge uh, entertainer. She's a yeah. singer rapper. I Nicki Minaj's brother ended up in one of the visiting rooms that actually where I service some of my machines. And seeing someone like him, he he, he you know he probably. One of the COs said that um, if anything were to happen to him, another inmate attack, they'd look the other way. So th these are just uh, just to give you some uh, insight of where these people end up. Um, they probably won't survive long. So who knows? Well, you told us it, it, it won't be safe for them to walk down the street, so maybe they should worry about grandmothers and, and uncles uh, rather yeah. than inmates. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really scary. So we'll have to see what happens and... Uh, I, it's just gonna this 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 year I think is the most pivotal year. Once Trump oh, gets his yeah. re-election, he's Ooh. he's gonna be able to really dig in deep and get this embedded evil out of this country for good. And we'll just have to see where it goes. And I've even asked people. I'm like, I wonder what will happen when when Trump if if and when I believe he's going to landslide, but you never know nowadays. Um, Trump gets another re-election, gets in for another four years. After that four years, what's gonna happen with Q? This Q, this Q disappear. Q won't really be necessary at some point. And that's exactly will all become Q. Right, and that's exactly where I was going with this. Do we? Are we really going to need Q by then? We have. We've. We, we're doing it now. We're doing what Q has taught us, and he. They've. Q has posted saying, "You. You are ready, Anons. Prepare for the storm." They were preparing us those first few years to get us and to get us learning what they really wanted to get across to us to think for ourselves and they always say an awakened public is what the uh the enemy fears the most oh yeah so i wonder if that's that the keystone um 
Trump, uh, I'm sorry, when Q always talks about a keystone, um, I was wondering if the people weren't the keystone um, an awakened uh, populace. Right. Is that the keystone? We, we are where the foundation of a strong republic is, a, is an aware, active... Right. I'm people. glad you said republic, because people don't get that. We, we were a republic. We are not a republic anymore. But in our glory days, we were a republic. Now we're, we're a democratic society, but, you know, that, that that's, that's going to be another conversation for another day. But... Well, well we still have the law on our side, and we'll we use do. the law. We, we have to use the law. I keep thinking about this insanity that occurs with children and drag queens, and um, I, 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 I'd like to see somebody arrested. Uh, I don't understand why it's accepted. Yeah, that's the thing. I, when it comes to the children, I, 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 I'm, I, I, can't, I can't stand for it. It's just it's, it's too much. It's, we, we see what's going on. When it comes to the children, when that's the, when I saw that drag queen video, I wanted to jump through the screen and choke that guy, and smack everyone in the face that was in there cheering, especially the guys. But what if somebody <laughs> did a citizen arrest and say, you know, this is illegal? I'm I'm going to hold you here and I'm calling the cops. And right, what would happen? They they you know, depends what state you're in because I I bet you we, if that we was have California. To get past this Stockholm syndrome. I don't know what the heck to call it, but. Um, We've got to stop treating the rapist well and treating the victim poorly. It's, it's a perversion of everything that is right, and, and we is. see it everywhere. I mean, that little girl doesn't have rights, but the drag queen does. Right, and it's, it's funny that you said that because even when I'm inside the prisons, the prisoners get better treatment than the actual COs do in New York State. Wow. Oh, they, what insanity. They can't call inmates inmates. They have to. I forgot what word it is. It's some kind of... I don't even know. I can't remember the name of it, but it's some kind of cherry-coded word that won't offend people. And if they say it, they can actually get fired in a review. If they take anyone down violently, they everything, every little thing is investigated, and it's more of an investigative on the CEO than the actual inmate. The world, especially this, even exists in prisons. I mean, the same insanity that exists in preschools. Exists in prisons. It's everywhere, Doug. It's absolutely everywhere, and be I, and it's and it's tough because I don't go around. I don't talk about what I do at work. Some people that follow that I there's only a few that that know what I do, but it's not like I go around talking about it because of fear of losing a job. And that's just the that's just the reality of it. You talk about try, any of this stuff, it goes up to corporate. They're like, well, we don't we don't really we don't like their that political opinion. We'll find something. Well, and we'll slowly get rid of them. That's just the Brother, I don't want to harp on the icky stuff, but when I saw Joe Biden groping every senator's daughter and wife oh. <laughs> and he was swearing them in just a few years ago, yep. um, this, is, this is the apex to me. Um, it, we, we go into schools and we tell kids they have bubble space and we talk about the constitutional rights and blah, 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 and then there it is in front of the whole world. We say, no, none of that matters. You don't have a constitutional right to be left alone. Right. It's it's ins- very infuriating. It's insane, but that's what's being normalized now. Well, it's it's not I'm, going to be accepted and we can't accept it. Every time it comes up, we have to speak against it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we're trying to do here. It's it's only a matter of time before things that really really start changing. They are changing already. Um, I, I see, think so. I see it every day. I was just in the grocery store a couple weeks ago and I saw a, a random person wearing it said woke, but instead of an O, it was a Q. And I gave him yeah. a head nod, and he said, you, you, 
you you know Q? I said, I know Q. We shook hands and we walked away. It was, and that was the first, and I don't see, that was the only person I've seen here, but I've red-pilled my barber here locally. And it's funny what he does. There's, if you go on my Twitter, you can actually see it. While he's cutting um, his customer's hair, he play he plays my videos. He plays a bunch of videos, but wow. he plays Joe. He plays Joe M's plan to save the world on repeat, while he's cutting people's hair, and they're and people are watching it, and they're and they're asking questions. He's my co-host. I do live streams with on Sundays. He's called the uh, the F and Doctor, and uh, he plays these uh, Joe M videos while he's cutting hair, and people are getting red pilled while they're getting a haircut. I'm like, how perfect is that? It's a perfect system. Yeah, there's something deeply psychological about getting a haircut. You're, uh, you talk about some deep issues often, and it's a right. good thing to do. Exactly. I've always had that experience in a barbershop. I've known this this guy. For, uh, he's, he's been a friend of mine for years. But even so, when you go and get a haircut, you know, you just you just you have you have conversations. You know, talk about the world, mm-hmm. and it's just a perfect avenue to do it. But sure is. I walked in the supermarket a couple of days ago, and a woman walked up to me and said, "You're at university." Oh wow! <laughs> and we started talking, and isn't that cool? Though I'm sure you felt fantastic to, to, to hear somebody. I, actually... I, I thought it was miraculous, Scott. I thought, yeah. I, I just thought, thank God. I thought this is truly miraculous. What, why? Why is this happening? But it, but you see, though, you're ta- you're reaching out to people, you're touching people, and they're noticing. And what a great feeling to have that. Yeah, wow. and it was just up the street from the college from which I was fired, so. God works in very mysterious ways. He does, but it's um, it's all for good, and uh, we're gonna come all out for- on top. We're gonna come out on top of this for sure. Amen. All right, Doug. Well, I appreciate my friend that we had the time to uh, just have a conversation, talk about Q, talk about your university. Um, I'm going again to link everything in the description as far as your uh, YouTube channel, your Twitter, all that stuff to get more eyes onto it because I think it's important um, that your work gets out to more eyes. Especially out here in New York, it is a absolute battleground here. If you're red, it's uh, you are you are pretty much you don't get an opinion. You don't you shouldn't be talking about anything. And uh, by the way, um, do you think that Little Mike um, is in any way a reference to Big Mike? Have you seen this idea? No, no. Well, Trump kept calling Bloomberg uh, Little Mike, right? Um, Yeah. And a lot of people on Twitter were posting memes about Big Mike, and I don't think I need to tell you who that is. <laughs> right. No, I didn't see this. Um, yeah, it's astonishing if you want to see how people can go into denial, all the people that still think Michelle Obama is a beautiful woman. Yeah, oh, yes, 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 yeah. I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen these, uh, these, these plans, supposedly, that they're going to make a run. Um, but it's... Uh, <laughs> What do you think Q has up his sleeve? I mean, right, really, exactly. Hillary or Michelle are going to run, and, and then he tells the whole world the truth. Uh, right, he's just going to drop, he's, I call the trump card. He's going to pull out the trump card and just eviscerate all of them and, and uh, put them all in their place for once and for all. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This These next few months, all the way up until November, are going to be pivotal. And uh, we just have to keep doing our work. And to inform Thank God we're alive, right? This is maybe the most exciting year in history i i really believe it i really believe it so so again doug i appreciate you my friend it was nice to actually talk to you um to hear from you because like i said when i first started doing videos you were one of my first stories because joe m got it out there and it was just cool seeing a teacher 
try to teach his students about Q and just the onslaught of, of, of attacks you got was just, it was more than enough for, to get my attention and to actually be talking to you, um, months later is, uh, it's, it's really, it's really cool. And I'm glad to uh, have spoken to you and, um, have you on in future shows for sure. I'm very happy to talk to you too, Scott. Awesome. Well, Doug, I appreciate it again, my friend. Um, We'll probably just end the stream. I'll end the uh, recording here. But thanks again, guys, for watching this. Thank you, everybody, out in the podcast. Again, go give Mr. Belmore here. Give him, give his channel a subscribe. Like all of his videos. He's doing God's work, and he's he's killing it. He's he's up to twenty thousand subs already. He, he's <laughs> you're on your way, sir. And there are a ton. There is a whole entire Patriot family that is behind you. And um, again, thank you. For, I'm glad you were on the show. Thank you, Scott. No problem, Doug. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now.